Folks, what we wait for as baseball fans from the beginning of spring training to now is the fall classic, the World Series between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Texas Rangers. We're going to talk about the World Series today and what the Pirates can learn from the Diamondbacks and Rangers here on the Locked On Pirates podcast. You are Locked On Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody, to the Locked On Pirates podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. My name is Ethan Smith, your host of this wonderful podcast that you guys listen to here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can follow me on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked On Pirates for all of your news, analysis, opinions, and reactions to everything going on in the world of the Pittsburgh Pirates. And as mentioned in the intro, folks, it is World series time the world series is upon us it's something that all 30 hosts of all the locked on mlb teams waits for something that's solely over at locked on uh, um, uh, locked on mlb waits for we've been waiting for this moment since the beginning of spring training really if you want to go all the way back to the ending of last year's world series you think about the world series all the time as a baseball fan and as a baseball fan myself um a lot of people I know after the Pirate season is done, they usually check out. You have Penguins hockey, you have Steelers football, you have Pitt football, Pitt basketball, all different kinds of sports going on in the city of Pittsburgh. But for me, the World Series is always special. I grew up watching baseball. I grew up playing baseball, and I always had memorable World Series moments, although I've never had a memorable World Series moment with the Pittsburgh Pirates. But folks, I hope we get there at some point. But speaking of this wonderful World Series that we have on deck tonight in Arlington, Texas, probably one of the more random World Series that we've had in quite some time. It'll be the Arizona Diamondbacks taking on the Texas Rangers. And again, I think random just really, really speaks to what this World Series is, folks. I think it's one of those World Series where when you looked at it, when you looked at the postseason and did your postseason predictions and your postseason brackets and all that stuff, I don't think a lot of people really expected this to be the World Series matchup. Now, obviously, throughout the entire postseason, there's been plenty of talk about the playoff format and teams that were on the bye week for winning the division and having the two best records in both leagues, that being the Orioles, the um, the Orioles, the Astros, the Braves, and the Dodgers, who all did not play in wildcard weekend. There was a lot of talk about it, about the playoff format and how those teams did not fare well whatsoever in the format, even though they did have the four best records in all of baseball. But folks, it's baseball. And if you're the best team in baseball or one of the best teams in baseball, you have to go out there and win the games. And unfortunately, that did not happen for three of those four teams. The Astros, though, got all the way to the ALCS for, I believe, the seventh consecutive season. And they met the Texas Rangers, a team that, when you boil this down, it's a surprising matchup now. But let's go back a couple of months to the middle of the season. Folks, the Arizona Diamondbacks were in first place in the NL West for a while. 
The Rangers were in first place in the AL West for a while. But, of course, you had two really bad stretches for these teams. For the Diamondbacks, it was July to August, where I believe they were like 16-34 and over a 50-game stretch. You look at the Rangers, who, again, were leading the division for most of the year. They have a terrible month of of August and September, eventually fall as far as third in the AL West, but eventually reclaimed it back and then lost it on the last day of the season to the Houston Astros, which forced them to play on wildcard weekend. And for the Rangers, they made quick work of both teams that they played, both hailing from the AL East, of course, that being the Tampa Bay Rays and the Baltimore Orioles. The Orioles, of course, were my pick out of the American League. But with this Texas team, I mean, they just have so much offense on this roster. I mean, you look at Adolis Garcia, you look at Corey Seager, you look at Marcus Semien, you look at Evan Carter, who has come onto the scene as a rookie, you look at Jonah Heim, you look at Nathaniel Lowe. I mean, that lineup one through nine is just absolutely bonkers. But then you also break it down to brass tacks that Jordan Montgomery has showed up heavily in this postseason. Nathan Eovaldi, who will get the start tonight in uh, in game one against Zach Gallen, has been phenomenal for this team. I mean, he pitched game six of the ALCS, and he pitched six and one-thirds innings, and he won game two in the same series, both of those in Houston, and he carries a 4-0 and record with a 2.42 ERA over 26 innings in this postseason. So not only have the Rangers had that crazy offense that obviously highlighted itself on uh, Game 7 against the Houston Astros, but they're also getting good pitching, and they're also getting good work from their bullpen, a bullpen that struggled mightily throughout the entire season that also saw the additions of Aroldis Chapman. It saw the addition of Jose Leclerc coming back to form. Saw a lot of different changes throughout the year, but this Rangers team had to fight through a lot. They were down in the series against Houston a couple of times. They had to even fight and claw just to get into the postseason when at one point it felt like they were just going to be in there two or three weeks before the season even ended. And the Texas Rangers, they are a powerhouse, although they were a wild card team. Then you move over to the Arizona Diamondbacks, who were in a tough NL West division. Obviously, a lot of people probably expected this to be the San Diego Padres in this spot and not the Arizona Diamondbacks. The San Francisco Giants kind of fell apart in September, and then the Colorado Rockies were just not really worth much. But for Arizona, they started their playoff run in Milwaukee in a wild card series. Milwaukee, of course, was a scary team, obviously, with Corbin Burns. But then Brandon Woodruff was announced that he would be missing the wild card series. And I think that changed the view on a lot of people's faces and minds on how that series was going to play out. And for Arizona, I really do think a lot of people expected it to be a team that stuck into the postseason with 84 wins, a very young team that was going to probably just get bounced out of the moment by Milwaukee. And that's not what happened at all. Um, Milwaukee's bats, which was always going to be the concern for this team, just didn't show up while Arizona's did. And then you moved on to the L.A. series against the Dodgers, obviously moving to the five-game set. And a lot of people probably expected, okay, little brother, big brother in the NL West, the Dodgers are probably going to win and get back to the NLCS as they always do. And Arizona steamrolled them. 
Both of these teams for the first two rounds just absolutely steamrolled the teams they played. And then Arizona comes up against Philadelphia, last year's NL pennant winners. And in the first two games, that's what I think a lot of people really gave up on this team. It really felt like Arizona was done. It felt like their whole like postseason was done for with those first two games in Citizens Bank Park, which was the place to be for the Philadelphia Phillies. That was where they were the best. Then they go back to Arizona, and things changed a little bit. They won two of three in Arizona and got back to Philadelphia, something I don't think a lot of people really, really, really thought was going to happen, but it did. But when I looked at it on what uh, before game six, it was 3-2 Philly. I had a feeling that Arizona was riding momentum and could win game six, but I think the biggest question that I had going into those final two games of that series, if it even came to that point, was could the Arizona Diamondbacks win in Citizens Bank Park twice? And they did. And these teams followed very similar trajectories to this point to get to the World Series. They both swept the wild card, swept the NLDS, and won game seven on the road in the championship series. And now they meet each other tonight. And I think it's time that I give some predictions. The World Series winner, the World Series MVP, some players to watch that you might not be thinking about. And, you know, maybe I'll give my X Factor for both teams. My surprise X Factor that I think could also be a long shot for World Series MVP. But before we do that, folks, I think it's time that we talk about Jace Medical for a moment. Jace Medical, of course, offers you the Jace case, and you can use your promo code Locked On for $20 off. And get it today at jacemedical.com because the Jace case is a personalized medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics to treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. You can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your unique needs. They now offer custom ability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. You could choose the medications to best fit you and your family's unique needs. Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings, and in those recent efforts, they've added Invermedsin, as an option in the Jace case. So go to jacemedical.com and you can even buy a gift card for your family or loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. And if you go to jacemedical.com and enter the promo code locked on at checkout, you get a $20 discount on your order. That's $20 off with the promo code locked on at jasemedical.com to empower yourself today and be ready when an emergency strikes. And folks, again, I think it's about that time where we talk about some World Series predictions. It starts tonight, and as you heard me mention earlier, it's going to be Zach Gallen versus Nathan Eovaldi. Lineups were announced today. It is Corbin Carroll, Cattell Marte, Gabriel Moreno, Christian Walker, Tommy Pham, Lourdes Goriel Jr., Alec Thomas, Evan Longoria, and Geraldo Perdomo going to be the lineup for the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight. Meanwhile, the Rangers will have Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, Evan Carter, Adolis Garcia, Mitch Garver, Jonah Heim, Nathaniel Lowe, Josh Young, and Leody Tavares. Lineups that have been pretty much the staple 
of what's going on. Uh, big note for the Arizona Diamondbacks is that outfielder Jake McCarthy was removed from the uh, roster just before game one of the wildcard series. Obviously, we all know he had a strained right oblique. He is not expected back. Mitch Garver was removed from game seven of the ALCS after being hit by a pretty fast, pretty fast fastball by Brian Abreu in the sixth inning. Um, Jonathan Hernandez was also left off the postseason roster for the Rangers. That pretty much covers all the bases on lineups. That covers all the bases for you in terms of lineups. Now, if we're going to start with predictions, I feel like this series is very, very hard to predict because on the surface level, the Texas Rangers are the more talented team. They just are. They're the more talented team. They're the more talented roster. Their pitching's probably a little bit better. I'd say Arizona has the edge with the bullpen, but I really think overall that this Texas Rangers team is the better roster on paper. But you also look at what Arizona has played against all throughout this postseason. The Brewers, better pitching, better roster on paper. The Dodgers, yes, pitching was a big issue for them, but I, they still had Mookie Betts, they still had Freddie Freeman, they still had Max Muncie, James Outman. They still had that roster. It's a better roster than what Arizona had. Then you look at the Phillies, Bryce Harper, Corey Seager, JT Real Muto, Kyle Schwarber, Nicholas Castellanos. Better roster. But Arizona's overcome all of that. Now, for most of you that are going to be watching this series, Yins probably think it's going to be a series that's dictated by the offense. And most people usually would think that about these high-powered offenses. But pitching has really been the sneaky way that both of these teams have gotten to this point. And for Arizona, you look at Zach Gallant. You look at Brandon Fott. You look at the guys that have been for this team, pitching-wise, that have stepped up. Zach Gallen, by the way, is a guy who started for the National League in the NL All-Star Game. Will start game one of the World Series, which is something that hasn't been done since Chris Sale did it with the Red Sox in 2018. And Brandon Fott was a highly regarded prospect for a reason. And I don't think that's out of the ordinary. For the Rangers... Nathan Eovaldi has been electric, as I talked about earlier. Jordan Montgomery is earning himself quite the payday in free agency due to his phenomenal postseason that he's had this year. And you get Max Scherzer back. That is a scary combination of pitching, folks, for the Texas Rangers. And I think this series is going to come down to pitching. I really do. But... As we know, most of the World Series MVPs are not pitchers, unless they do some crazy stuff like Madison Bumgarner did in 2014. But I will give a World Series MVP to both sides, and then I'll tell you who I think is winning the World Series. Now, let's go back to those starting lineups. Corbin Carroll, Cattell Marte, Gabriel Moreno, Christian Walker, Tommy Pham, Lourdes Goriel Jr., Alec Thomas, Evan Longoria, Geraldo Perdomo. 
Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, Evan Carter, Adolis Garcia, Mitch Garver, Jonah Heim, Nathaniel Lowe, Josh Young, Leody Tavares. Starting with the Diamondbacks, obviously those nine hitters, I really do think the World Series MVP is going to be a bat this year like it was last year. It was Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Pena last year. When you're looking up and down this roster at the Arizona Diamondbacks, it's pretty clear to kind of see, you know, who the guy is probably going to be for World Series MVP. Obviously, Cattell Marte um, won the NLCS MVP. And I think that's something that you can look at and look at yourself and say, okay, he's probably a lock to win it if they win the World Series. Now, when you look at FanDuel, obviously FanDuel Sportsbook, one of the best sportsbooks out there, Corey Seager has the best odds to win World Series MVP right now at plus 480. His Rangers counterpart, Adolis Garcia, is plus 550. Then you have Marte and Carroll. Evan Carter, Eovaldi, Simeon, Gallon, Moreno. That kind of rounds out the list. Obviously, the highest odds go to Dane Dunning at plus 400,000 with John Gray as well. Don't expect that a lot. But I'm going to take you guys on a little joy ride here down for the Diamondbacks at plus 1,800. Gabriel Moreno has had a very, very good postseason, folks, and he has been rewarded by batting third in the lineup for quite some time. And I think if the Diamondbacks win the World Series, Gabriel Moreno will be your World Series MVP. I'm going with it. Just sticking with it. That's my prediction. But then, you know, if you want to get real fun, let's go down to uh for the Diamond or for the Rangers. Let's go down to plus 3,000. Zach Gallon is a right-handed pitcher. Brennan Fott is a right-handed pitcher. Paul Seawald is a right-handed pitcher. Miguel Castro is a right-handed pitcher. So who do you think that's going to favor very heavily in this series? Nathaniel Lowe on FanDuel Sportsbook right now is plus 3,000 to win World Series MVP. And I always... Always, always preach left-handed hitting against right-handed pitching in the postseason and vice versa. I think it is one of the highest components to how games play out is if you have opposite versus opposite facing off against each other in any given at-bat. And with Arizona being a heavily right-handed pitching team, I think... Nathaniel Lowe has a good shot at winning World Series MVP and having a phenomenal series for this Rangers team. Now, as far as my official World Series prediction goes, it's very tough because the series, of course, will start in Texas. It will be in Arlington tonight. And both of these teams, I think, are going to perform well at home in this series. And obviously... If you're just going by that, the Rangers would win in seven. But it's going to come down to who strikes first blood on the road. Arizona gets that opportunity first. Now, 
Do they win in Texas in these first two games? Maybe, maybe not. Texas will more than likely win a game in Arizona, seeing as there's three opportunities to play there unless the Rangers sweep the series. So I think the Rangers will stake claim of home field and win tonight. I think they will win again in game two. I think Arizona will follow suit and win the next two. But I think the Rangers will win game five in Arizona. Game six, I do think Arizona will have a very similar trajectory to what they had against the Philadelphia Phillies. But I do think that with Texas winning that game five in Arizona, it will set them up to win the World Series in seven games at Globe Life Park. And Nathaniel Lowe will have the key home run in game seven to win World Series MVP after having a strong series against the Diamondbacks right-handed pitching. Rangers in seven, Nathaniel Lowe World Series MVP. Now, those are my predictions. Enjoy them as you'd like. But I think it's pretty clear that the Pirates could learn a few things from these teams. Nothing that I think they could really institute fully from these teams, but things that could help this Pittsburgh Pirates team moving forward. We're going to talk about those in just a minute, but before we do that, let's talk about Ibotta. Folks, Ibotta is awesome. How does free Thanksgiving sound? This year, Ibotta is here to give you cash back and help make sure your Thanksgiving table is complete. Because who wants turkey without the gravy? I don't really like gravy, but it's okay. Turkey is great, but we all know the best part of Thanksgiving dinner is the sides. With Ibotta, you can make sure you can get the whole family's favorite side dishes and the turkey all while getting yourself cash back. Big holidays means big family get-togethers, but you don't want to have to spend all that money on Thanksgiving spread without getting something in return. Starting November 1st, for the fourth year in a row, Ibotta is giving 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving feast. Just add the offers in the app to redeem for everything you need to make your Thanksgiving feast complete. All you have to do is shop at your favorite retailers and upload your receipt. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Other apps give you points that don't amount to much, but with Ibotta, you get real cash back that can you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can also earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. So download the Ibotta app now and use code MLB to get 100% cash back on your Thanksgiving dinner starting November 1st. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code MLB, that's I-B-O-T-T-A, in the Google Play or App Store, and use code MLB to make Thanksgiving dinner for you and the family phenomenal while getting some money back. Alrighty, folks, we are here at the final segment of today's episode of Locked on Pirates. Thank you so much for tuning in, as you always do. And these two teams... Obviously getting here in very different ways. 
the Arizona Diamondbacks riding the back of Corbin Carroll, getting some very strong pieces around him and making things a lot easier to where he can just play his game with a strong supporting cast. Meanwhile, the Rangers, over the past two offseasons, you've seen Jacob DeGrom. You've seen them trade for Max Scherzer. You've looked at Nathan Eovaldi. You look at Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon. They've thrown some cash around. It's paid off. You're here at the World Series now. So what can the Pirates learn from both of these teams? And I think the answer is going to sound a little weird because I'm going to say for both teams, the Pirates can learn from this. Trust your young talent. And that, that goes for both teams. You look at the Arizona Diamondbacks, obviously. You go out, you trade for Gabriel Moreno. You bring him in, young catcher. He's done phenomenal things. You look at Zach Gallen and Brandon Fott, phenomenal players in their own rights. Corbin Carroll was obviously one of the higher-touted prospects in all of baseball for a reason. You trust your young players, folks. Alec Thomas has also been a pretty strong player for this Arizona Diamondbacks team this year. And then you look at the Rangers, and I know it's hard to say, oh, well, they spent a lot of money and that's why they're here. Yeah, it is. But they also wouldn't be here without the contributions of Adolis Garcia, Evan Carter. Josh Young, Nathaniel Lowe. They wouldn't be here without their young players really stepping up and making a difference. And I think when you compare that to the Pittsburgh Pirates, a lot of us, as I spoke about on Wednesday, are expecting the offseason to be one where the Pirates add more than they subtract. But trust in your young talent. That is going to be the key for this Pittsburgh Pirates team moving forward, and it's something that it was a key for both of these teams. The Rangers have trusted Evan Carter as much as to put him in the three-hole in the lineup. Josh Young was one of the better AL rookies throughout the entire season. Corbin Carroll is obviously going to win NL Rookie of the Year. Brandon Fott has been put in tough situations throughout this whole postseason. And I think that's the message that we can all take from this as Pittsburgh Pirates fans is to trust the young talent. Trust Mitch Keller. Trust O'Neill Cruz when he comes back. Trust Key Brian Hayes. Trust some of these second basemen that are fighting for spots right now. Gives Jack Sawinski chances to really get into his own. Trust in your young bullpen that you're working with and David Bednar. Keep Johan Oviedo around and let him keep doing his thing. Because once you build trust in those young players and you bring in those outside additions, folks, they're going to be happy to be there because they're going to see kids that are motivated and an organization that trusts them. It's what happened in Texas. That's what's happened in Arizona. It's what happened in Baltimore. Baltimore put all the trust in the world that they had in their young roster. And I think that's the biggest thing that the Pirates can take away from both of these teams. They ultimately did spend some money to get here, 
which is something the Pirates unfortunately don't do often. But they also both trusted their young talent to get them here to the point where now a lot of this young talent is going to be on the big stage. And people are going to learn the names, Corbin Carroll, even though they should know them already. And Josh Young and Nathaniel Lowe and Gabriel Moreno and Geraldo Perdomo. They're going to learn these names quickly, folks. And for the Pittsburgh Pirates, once they get better and eventually start competing, there's going to be some names out there that people are going to really learn about from this Pittsburgh Pirates squad. And just be ready for it. But for Ben Charrington and the whole organization, trust the young talent, and that trust will take you a long way. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Locked On Pirates here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Again, my name is Ethan Smith. Follow me on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked On Pirates. You can also follow the show on all of your podcast platforms, including YouTube, where you can like, subscribe, and comment. And guys, have a wonderful Friday. Enjoy the World Series tonight. Rangers in seven, Nathaniel Lowe World Series MVP. That is my official prediction, and that's what I will leave you with. See you on the flip side.